third is Suarez. Goodell comes running in. He's under it, makes the catch. Here's the throw to the plate. It's in the air. He is. Welcome to episode 27 of the Super Money Podcast. I'm Sean, joined as always by Alec. Yeah, let's go. Debut tomorrow. It's time. Here we go. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, so th- this is probably going to be a quick episode. Yeah. So you want to start off with the final roster cuts? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go into it. So 26-man roster complete. The I don't know if you want to call them shockers. So we got no Dougal Herrera, Scott Kingery got sent down the alternate site, and Jojo Romero also did not make the team as both David Hale and Vince Velasquez made the team, which I think tells you all you need to know about Matt Moore and Chase Anderson. And also no Spencer Howard. But I think that was kind of expected. Yeah, of, of the three that you mentioned, the Herrera, Kingery, and Jojo, I think the most shocking one is probably Jojo for me. Yeah, but there's only one lefty in the pen right now. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they let go of Watson and they sent down Romero, which I did not see them not, you know, picking at least one of those two. I thought for sure one of the two was a lock. So that was definitely a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. yeah. The no Herrera, I mean, he started off camp so hot. Yeah. And then he was just striking out. Like he's, he had 11 strikeouts, I believe, and, and one walk. And yeah. And then, and then he, of course, like tried to redeem himself the last two games where he went like three for four with a homer. And then he had like, a hit in a walk maybe in the last game that he played in or something like that. So he tried, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we're going to see him at some point. Yeah. Especially um, if um, uh, our second topic happens. Yeah. Or, or just like Roman Quinn gets hurt and Adam Hazley gets hurt. Yeah. I mean, the chances, of, the chances of Roman Quinn getting hurt are you know, pretty high. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he got hurt eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The food poisoning. I saw that. That was so funny. I wonder uh, what the, the odds would be that Roman Quinn doesn't go on the aisle once this year. What would the odds be? Yeah, like, what, plus 8 million? I mean, yeah, realistically, <laughs> yeah. But, like, on a betting turn, it would probably be, like, plus 2,500. Yeah, just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, yeah, the DH is possibly coming. Um, Great. This is something that Salisbury was – he's been – Saying the entire offseason that, you know, yeah. last year they waited till the last day of the offseason or you know, spring training to do it. And here we are. Same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I was listening to WIP. It sounds like that Zach Allen injury played a role in it. I don't know if he got hurt hitting or something like that, but yeah, that it's the reason why. Oh, well. So I don't know. But I mean, it really does not make sense why they would not have a DH this year because there's going to be one for like the foreseeable future after this year. Right, and these guys have not swung a bat in eighteen months. 
it's yeah. just a crazy thing to think about. Like, why would you? Why would you do this to your pitchers? But, right now, I know we both want the DH, but when you look at the rest of the division, I, I could have done without it because yeah. now all of a sudden Ryan Zimmerman, who looks good again, is going to play. And in days he doesn't play, Kyle Schwarber's not in the outfield anymore. And then you go over to the Braves. Marcelo Zuna isn't in left field anymore. And I was watching um, like a baseball bloopers video the other night. And he was literally in it like five times for defensive plays. Like you want that guy in the field. And unfortunately, if the DH happens, he's not there. And then with the Mets, like Dominic Smith and Pete Alonso are both playing. So, I mean, it, it's not – it helps us, I think, because, you know, JT maybe plays 145 instead of 125 or something like that. And, you know, McCutcheon is not an everyday player. And if Bomb struggles at third, like, there's reasons why we want it. But on the surface, it just makes those other lineups way deeper. Yeah, the only reason yeah. I want it is to get Bryce days off but- – at bats and i want to get jt days off but still at bats that's yeah that's like the only reason i want it but i mean uh cory sideman i think he, he he reported something during the offseason that the phillies were the most unluckiest team against the dhs last year like the, the, the most like crushing crushing hits came with the dh you know in, in high leverage situations against the phillies it was an insane stat like to think about but not yeah. even think about that yeah all right so now we're going to get into a another topic that, you know, we both do not want to see this happen. It, the yeah. countdown is happening right now, too. I think what we're on like twenty hours, nineteen hours, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fully prepared waking up tomorrow that the Francisco Lindor extension is signed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he he set he set the uh, the timetable for opening day. Mm-hmm. That's tomorrow. It sounds like they are like really far away on negotiations from what like. It's being reported. So the only the only thing is, I feel like you could go from far away to a deal really quick. Yeah, because he's yeah. at he's at twelve three eighty five, right? And they're at ten three twenty five. I could see them meeting at like eleven three fifty, like tomorrow. Like that's you know that's kind of where I'm at. Where I think it can get fixed rather quickly. I feel like. Yeah. Well, you you want them to either overpaying or don't pay them. I don't want them to pay for Lindor at all. Yeah, I mean, I I, I feel like if they do pay him, I want it to cripple them. But it's 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 baseball. It's Steve Cohen. He's gonna still spend money. It doesn't matter. We'll see. I mean, if in a couple of years their team is only Lindor and Degrom, I'll be okay with that. They can't sign fair, some fair, Florida. Fair. They can't sign Syndergaard, you know. Yeah, now, now, now season type predictions. Type out who we pick for each category. So we'll go home run leader for the team. Do you want to type out all the categories or do you want to just – Oh, I was going to go one by one. I mean, okay, yeah. all right. Home runs. I'm going Harper. <laughs> yeah. Um, Here you go. You know, okay. I honestly might go I, – I think I'm going to go with Reese. Okay. Because right. – the way I look at it is if he gets hot, you know, it's like 10 in like a month he's capable of. So I just think that I'll go different than you. I think it'll be Harper, but I think, you know, Reese will be right there too. What do we do? Average. I feel like 
What's the minimum here? Like minimum like, plate appearances? Yeah, like if I take up Dubal Herrera and he goes like oh, well, no, that... five for ten on the season. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, 100 games played? 100 games played? Okay. Yeah. I was thinking appearances, but all right. All right, 100 games appeared, and that's fine. I don't no, care. 100 plate appearances. Oh, 100 plate appearances. That's a 300. Lot. I was saying 300. Oh, th- oh, 300? Yeah, we could do 300. All right. Um, man, this this one's actually difficult. I, I guess I got to go boom. All right. Boom. I was I was thinking Didi. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm going to go with Segura. Ah, the classic. And I wanted to get to that, actually, because I noticed in spring training, he's been running a lot harder. He's beating out infield singles, and he's stretching singles and doubles. So I think he's a little more locked in this year. If he gets back to that 300 to 305 where he used to be at, you know, team's a lot deeper if that happens. Uh, pitching wins. Pitching wins, F1. Uh, I'm going to be different. Noel is just the king of the no decision. He's like the Hamels. Yeah, and I'm going to go with him anyway. But Yeah, you're going to show up. And then we'll go ERA. For starters? Yeah, just starters. We'll get to the bullpen in a second. I guess you got to get Noel. Now we're going to agree there. I'm going to go with him too. And then this is my favorite one. The last one we're doing. Six. Why can't we just do holds? Fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Connor Brogdon. Even though it's Hector Neris to start off. I think, yeah. like, I think it's going to be like last year where like there's so many closers that it's everybody's going to have like 10. Yeah, no, I just I, I, it is going to be that way. I feel like. Let me think. You know, I, I want to go Alvarado, but the fact that he's the only lefty in the bullpen. Yeah, you can't. Means he's going to be used earlier in the game. Yeah, you, you can't unless they call up JoJo. Like, I, I, you know, this is against everything I believe in because you know I don't really like him, but I think I have to go with Neris for the simple wow. fact. The simple fact that Alvarado has to pitch in a lefty situation earlier in the game. And it looks like they're going to use Archie Bradley in that Sir Anthony Dominguez role. And because of that, I, I think you have to go with them. All right. All right. So um, this is the big one. Season record. Season record. Hmm. Give me a second. Give me a second. You go first. All right. Well, I've been thinking about this. And I think the lineup is incredible. They were fifth in runs last year. And we talked about this. Bohm's playing a full season. Rice's back shouldn't be as bad. Reese won't be hurt. McCutcheon's more removed from the ACL and so on. You know, Segura looks like he's hustling a little more. But I think the offense is fine. The rotation, honestly, if it's August 1st, and Matt Moore and Chase Anderson are still four and five. I'm saying you can still have one of them, but if both of them are still in that rotation on August 1st, I feel like this team has gone nowhere. The bullpen, I think it'll get 
the job done. I'm not saying it's 08 bullpen. I'm not saying it's the Yankees bullpen from a couple years ago. It'll get it done. So I have them at 87 wins. Okay. Um, the way the way you were talking right there was I, I was thinking you were gonna go like 82 wins. 80 yeah, wins. I just I feel like you know, I don't like the fact that as of right now, two fifths of the starts are a combination of Moore, Anderson, Velasquez. Like, you know, that's not great. But I feel like if they're in it, even hovering around 500 around the deadline, maybe, I feel like Dombrowski's going to go get, you know, a Sony Gray or someone else that, you know, is on a team that's going to sell. I, I think if they make a move like that, it propels them close. Well, 87 probably gets that second wild card, but somewhere in the race then. Okay. Um, so I, I love the offense, top five offense, I believe. The one, two, three in the rotation, you can't complain about. Love it. And you, you, love, to, you love to, like, talk about how fourth and fifth starters, like, they're bad. Look around the league. There's not many teams that have a lot of, a lot of good fourth and fifth starters. And then I love the bullpen. I think the bullpen is going to be massively improved next year. And I, I'm going to say 88 wins. Oh, you got me by one. Yeah. Right, so I, I think we, we if I'm reading this right, we probably both have them as the second wild card. Yeah. Maybe first. I don't know how it pans out. I, I think they'll be the second because I, feel, I think the only time the, um, uh, the Padres and the Dodgers will lose is when they play each other. So, um, yeah, I, I think – I don't know if a, if, a, uh, if a division has ever had two 100-win teams. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't rule that out with those two. I don't think that's even remotely possible maybe, but – I'm trying to think AL East a few years ago with the Red Sox and the Yankees. And the Yankee, yeah, I think they both did. So, I'm saying I think there's a chance that both those teams win 95 to 100 games, which is insane. And then I think – the National League Central, I have the Cardinals and everybody else. I know some people are, like, trying to talk up the Brewers. I don't really see it. I'm not high on the Brewers. I feel like the, the Cubs seem to be in, like, 2012 Phillies territory right now, like, bringing back Arietta and Like, Arietta's their number two. Like, I, I think they're going to be horrible pitching-wise. Yeah. And in the division, you know, I feel like – I think the Braves win the division. Everybody, I, 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 do the Mets pull what we did a couple of years ago with the kings of the offseason and then blow a flat tire? I, I, you know, I've seen, we've seen it happen so many times. It happened to the, the Padres a few years back when they made like the James Shields trade and all that other, the Kimbrel, whatever they did, and they were horrible. Happened to us. I, I, you know, I just get that weird feeling that the Mets kind of choke when they should be good. Yeah, I, 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 I've been tweeting a lot about the news over the last few weeks. I hate the Mets fans. I hate them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it seems like they're like always like, they're always like ones they're on, they have YouTube pages, they have giant Twitter pages. Like, I feel like all these influential people are Mets fans. Yeah, I, I can't stand Mets fans. I can't stand Giants fans. They're my, I hate them so much. 
I, I used to hate Dallas Cowboys fans more, but I, like these fans have like made me like them. <laughs> if that makes sense. I cannot stand Mets fans who are like, oh, dude, we got Lindor. You guys are going to be fourth place poverty team. No, we're not. Stop it. Stop it. Well, we're just going to be. Uh, the, the main reason I don't like Mets like don't like Mets fans is like who in their right mind like lives in New York City and decides not to be a Yankees fan? A lot of people. I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, that's just weird to me. <laughs> like I see, I feel like for us, like it kind of be bandwagoning, and I don't want to do that. But if you live in New York City and you have the excuse to be a Yankees fan, how are you not taking that? <laughs> I, I don't know. No. <laughs> like that, that's what I'm saying. Like. Yeah. All right, you got you got any final thoughts here? Um, let me think. I got one. Okay, I I think honestly I've seen people incredibly underrate this offense. MLB.com put out their top ten lineups today or yesterday, and we weren't on the list, and I was surprised by that. And for the reasons I talked about earlier, they were top five last year. You know, full season bomb. All these other guys are healthy, and like like the Angels lineup was on there, and it's like. It's like Trout and Randone and then like a bunch of guys who shouldn't be playing baseball. So like, you know, it's just like, it's serious. It's like, it's like pool host who's like 40. It's um, Justin. Yeah. Often who I honestly forget still in the league half the time. It's Otani who like is good, but like he's always hurt and he's so in between trying to pitch and hit where it doesn't seem like it ever clicks for him. I, I, I like that Fletcher guy, but like, still I'm not like, I don't think it's a better lineup than ours. No. I feel like there's a lot of disrespect for the lineup. I feel like there's a lot of disrespect for Zach Eflin. When I watch a lot of, like, season previews from, like, non-Phillies people, they talk about Nola Wheeler, and then, like, yeah, there's, like, all these question marks behind it. And I was watching this one. They talked about Spencer Howard and not Zach Eflin. And I was like, I was like you know, I'm just, I was like, I'm going to stop watching the video because you clearly don't know what you're talking about. I, 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 the top three is fine. I really want to, I really would like a legit four. I feel like that's the, you know, the deal breaker right there. The bullpen, I mean, could it get worse? Could it? I don't want to say that because it might. There's no shame. And I have to say this Scott Kingery better figure himself out, especially if the DH is a thing. Because if he, can figure out whatever what he was supposed to be and he comes up in I don't know late May early June and he's what he's supposed to be this lineup is so incredibly deep now it's borderline unstoppable with his speed also involved you know if you could have him his speed batting ninth and then you flip it over and it's McCutcheon Hoskins high on base guys and then Real Muto Bryce and bomber coming up like you know you're going to score a ton of runs so i think even though he's not even on the roster right now i think king has a chance to be an x factor this year yeah he does all right i guess i guess that's all for your final thoughts yeah i'm i'm, I'm excited to finally have something to watch every night you know get some people in there no delay to the season i know some people like wanted the delay but i think I, i'm happy they didn't delay it all right, so I, I actually have four final thoughts now. All right. First one, Bryce Harper's hitting a home run tomorrow. All right. Second one, Adonis Padina on FanDuel is ranked the ninth best, most likely player to win rookie of the year. I, I guess there's just, like, no NL rookies this year. I 
I guess, but like, are you kidding me? This guy, <laughs> what are they thinking? Like, he's plus 3,000, but he's no, yeah. no shot of winning it. But right. like, why even put him on the list? Yeah, I just I think they're looking for names. Like, I just don't think there's like that. He's not even a top 100 prospect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a lot of like MLB ready prospects in the NL right now. Like, if you're going to put like a Philly that is going to be in the minors and might come up midseason other than Spencer Howard, it's yeah. Bryson Stott. Yeah, or Nick, even Nick Maton, maybe. I don't know. Okay. All right. So now to Nick Maton, my other final thought. Okay. going to be what we thought Scott Kingery was. Okay, well, I mean, if he comes up and fills that X-Factor role I was talking about, I mean, that works for me, too. As long as it's somebody with that speed, gap power, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I love Nick, man. I, I love him. I love him. And my, my final one, I got I to gotta find the tweet. I just liked it. I can't find it. It was a Corey Seidman tweet. It was hilarious. All right, he tweeted out six hours ago, freshly cut grass, the crack of the bat, and people tweeting so-and-so is on pace for 162 home runs with a, a rock emoji. It, it's it's hilarious. It's a hilarious tweet. Like, that is that is pure baseball, just Twitter. When a guy hits a home run on opening day and everybody tweets out, you know, Bryce Harper's on pace for 162 home runs this season. Yeah, that's <laughs> – Was that a couple of years ago, like, a guy started, like, eight for eight? Or something, it was like, oh my god, he's never gonna get out. I can't, it was like some random guy, like this was years ago, like maybe five years ago. I just remember it. All right, that's all. I, yeah, that's all. I mean, um, probably see us in like a week. Yeah. We'll see what we'll see what our mood is like because it goes Braves, Mets, Braves, Mets right off the bat. And do we just are. Are we just automatically starting with the Braves every year now? Yeah. Like outside of last year, I don't know who we were originally supposed to start with. Like we started with the Marlins last year, but like last year, like doesn't even count. So I'm like, I, it's just weird to start with the same team three out of four years in a row. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of it, but whatever. I, I, I mean, I don't know. We play them better than the Marlins, though. So. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, I'm Sean. I'm Alec. See ya. See ya.